I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. Good morning to you. Yeah, it is February 8th. Lovely day out there. Never mind. It's just a lovely February. Let's just say nice February. No winter. All right. We got lots to talk about. One of those stories I want to talk about is something falling under the radar, and that is everything to do with Arrive Can, which brings me to Mr. Tom Korski, editing uh, manager, managing editor over at Blacklock Reporter. I haven't chatted with you in a while. Nice to chat with you. Oh, my pleasure. I know. It's like old times, Alex. I feel all the old times all the time. Indeed, you are right on that, Tom. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna ping this one off of you because um, I'm not sure how much you followed this latest, but maybe you can explain why the Liberal Bloc and NDP MP suddenly uh, stopped these parliamentary hearings related to ArriveCan because of what one of the Liberals described as a scary secret preliminary report by a federal investigator. What's this uh, all about? Do you know? Because two days ago, an MP by the name of Larry Brock from Brantford, Ontario, read into the record a bootleg copy of a confidential investigator's report he received from the Canada Border Services Agency. What did it say? Well, words like bribery were mentioned, quote-unquote, and he mentioned the report, the confidential report, that prompted the suspension of two Canada Border Services agency managers without pay that was led to a that was given to the RCMP who are currently investigating it. The report also mentioned allegations that thousands of emails concerning contracting were attempted to be destroyed by a vice president of the agency. Well, when MP Brock read this into the record, MPs freaked out. The government MPs were astonished. Should we be doing this? Asked one. Where did you get that report? Said another. MP Sousa from Mississauga got very upset, former Ontario treasurer. That's why they don't want to talk about it, because uh, an opposition MP did his job, got the report, and started to read it into the record. It's it's bad. Monday is it the is Director bad. General's yeah. report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, Alex. It's going to be brutal. Yeah, what's Karen going to say? That's uh, that's her department. So this is the AG report, and um, I guess they're thinking they can make this thing go away. But I don't. Nec- I mean, it is under a police investigation. So what what more will she say? Lots more, and in, indeed, MPs are pushing this. No one's standing around waiting three years for the white collar crimes unit at the RCMP to come <laughs> up with a final determination because you know they work ten to four. So we yeah. had the procurement ombudsman already ruled there were extraordinary irregularities payments mm-hmm. of millions of dollars yeah with no documentation to contractors who weren't even qualified now you've had mp brock read into the record in an internal investigative report that raised the specter of bribery involving contractors these are serious crimes you go to the penitentiary for this alex so we're going to hear from the auditor on Monday. Well, you do if you're conservative. I'm not so sure anyone else will, but we'll, we'll stay uh, tuned know, it, uh, sponsorship that. <laughs> scandal was very far-reaching, and that they, they uncovered That's a true. fraud ring in the Department of Public Works, and they had a manager go to the big house. It yeah, still goes and on. These are driving this. They're very upset, Alex. 
Oh, I bet they are. Oh, I bet they are. Um, talk about like a little bit uh, about trust in news media. Only a third of Canadians rate us trustworthy and balanced. And this comes to in-house research by the CRTC. And uh, certainly we talk about the story on the day that Bell has announced that they're going to, you know, shut down 40 more radio stations and gut thousands of staff, which again, it's shame on the government for allowing the monopoly. Having said all that, um, they don't trust us. But again, this is the CRTC, which I think are a big part of the problem. <laughs> Indeed, they may, uh, they may be. But this is the second time that we've seen research, really, in even the past four months. The last study was from Statistics Canada. And i got to tell mm. you, th this is substance yeah. talking. Uh, people believe this is a, a, a consensus of rational Canadians. They believe the media is bought and paid for. They believe media is biased. They resent having to subsidize it. And they don't believe what media has to say. I have to tell you. All of that is fatal in our business. Of course, each of us paddle our own canoe, Alex. But this is death for a subsidized mm. industry. And they were warned. Yeah. The Parliament was warned, don't do it. Do not directly subsidize yeah. media that cover the government that subsidizes them in the first place. Everyone sees the conflict in that. They didn't. And they're going to die on that. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is uh, sad, but um, they just don't seem to get it, and they're not helping anytime they, they they try to help. Meanwhile, you got Mark Miller. Mark Miller. He used to be a pretty quiet guy, but he's the immigration minister now. He's found his voice. He's not happy, but he's really, really angry that he can't get Gazans into Canada. And I wonder, well, what what does he? Why is he so anxious to do what Egypt, Jordan, and no other Middle Eastern country would even remotely? like didn't say anything about like they don't even they don't step up at all uh to help but but mark miller's frankly furiated because canada can't do canada can't do what these middle eastern countries should have already done oh alex i mean permission to speak frankly this is completely talk about unhinged so these are not <laughs> canadian citizens these are people who are not eligible to come to canada these are cousins in-laws these are extended family of people who may be in Canada now. Well, before Christmas, under pressure from the National Council of Muslims, Immigration Minister Miller said, well, sure, okay, you know what? Uh, we can let, uh, there's just going to be a few hundred, mind you, he said, just a few hundred mm. of these cousins who, who may be in Gaza, and if you can somehow miraculously appear at the Canadian Embassy in Cairo, we're going to give you a temporary permit. You can come to Canada. He was absolutely clear on the point. These are not Canadians. They are not entitled to come to Canada. They must under, undergo security background checks, and it's up to the Israeli Defense Force to vet them because it's a war zone. Well, all mm -hmm. of a sudden, of course, none of them get out. We're not doing rescue missions. These are foreigners. And now, for some reason, Miller... Is, is only yesterday has somehow gone mau-mau on this. We've gone from hundreds to thousands of special visa applicants, and as you say, quote-unquote, I'm pissed off, he tells reporters, that we can't get these people out. Presumably this is Israel's fault, because they have nothing else on their plate right now. It always right is. Now, right? They, they have no, no it's other just blame Israel. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And Miller should know better. I, I don't... <laughs> Whether he doesn't maybe, maybe. what he said in December, it doesn't add up, Alex. 
Well, maybe he can go there himself and stand at the border by Egypt and uh, make it um, expedite the whole thing. But again, it's to me, it's just they got their butt on both sides of the fence on this one. I just want to quickly uh, fill this in because I do think it's interesting that um, the Dalhousie University Agri-Food Analytics Lab is telling, you know, the Trudeau liberals, just get rid of carbon taxes on all food and and restaurants and, you know, farmers and everything basically farm to table. Um, Get rid of the tax on that because they're really concerned about this, you know, competition gap that's growing and, and how isolated we are becoming with our pricing. This is uh, the food professor, uh, Sylvain Charlebois, testifying in Commons Agriculture Committee. He said you should really pause, at the very least, pause this tax before you know what you're doing. Why? This is a really integrated marketplace. Everyone knows that. We don't buy Canadian-grown oranges in the winter. Everyone gets it. We get our food from all over through free trade zones. His, His point is you really don't know what the impact of the carbon tax is on industrial prices for wholesalers. And if you don't know that, you could be killing your own agriculture industry. He calls it a food security issue. Profound point. Mm-hmm. Government doesn't want to hear it. MPs are upset. Oh, I bet they're. Well, nonetheless, I don't. I wonder what it'll look like by the next election, uh, Tom. Whenever that might be, I wonder this what year. it uh, will look Definitely like. Definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. From Definitely. your lips to God's ears. Yeah. All right. I got to get me going, and I appreciate it. You have a great uh, week. Thanks. We'll talk again. Thank you, Alex. That is Mr. Tom Gorski. You can uh, read him in the pages of Blacklock's Reporter. Subscription-based and worth every penny of that. So stay tuned on that.